0: Welcome to Content Insiders, brought to you by Acrolinks, the AI-powered platform that eliminates content chaos and delivers strategy-aligned content at enterprise scale. For more information on AcroLinks, stay tuned until the end of this broadcast or visit us at www.acrolynx.com. In this episode of Content Insiders, AcroLinks CEO Volker Schmidt will speak with Dominic Makalinen, Strategic Product Manager for Information Products at Ericsson in Sweden. They will be speaking about Ericsson's unified product experience and how they leverage consistency to align their business. Good afternoon Dominic, Uh, my name is Volker Smith, uh, CEO with AcroLinks. and I'm very happy to have you here today on the call on this little interaction on the value of content but why don't you introduce yourself Dominic.
1: Yeah hi my name is Dominic Michelin and I've been working for Ericsson for the last 20 years uh, in Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, And I'm a product information strategic product manager uh, responsible for our marketing, learning, the CPI, the customer product information, the tech docs, uh, and the services information
0: strategy around that uh, within Ericsson. Oh, great. Yeah, when I look at Ericsson, quite frankly, when I look at what this company does, I think the heritage and still some of the branding is... I think in the good old days, you produce telephones. That's not the case anymore. Today, you create, produce, one of the most complex pieces of technology in today's world. Like, you carry a ton of the today's internet traffic through all kinds of devices. You probably carry about 20 to 25% of every phone call around the world. So, if these systems are down, This is not just a small crisis, this is mostly a mission critical crisis. So service and content that is related to uptime of product and making sure that every critical event that you have in your client base or your outsourced services base is addressed properly leads me to the question, the content that you overlook and that the organization creates must be of very high value to the organization. Now the question then is, is the value regarded or can the organization quantify the value or not exactly? So I would like to find out how a company like Ericsson regards content in the whole value chain of a user experience for your clients.
1: I would say that Ericsson values information or data very highly um, but how that information is created and i think sometimes a lot of big companies they see information almost in some respects as a byproduct of other processes so it's 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 uh yes it is mission critical but they would say that uh the 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 data that the indicators that Uh, decide whether uh, a service request is raised or whatever and the people who operate are extremely important Um, Mm and I think it's the people in a large organization that realize the criticality and the importance of the content that they produce and they are very interested in that their content gets reused that their content is discoverable uh, and that the value that can be extracted from the content is done. Going to a content-driven organization and away from uh, the old-school document-driven organization, that is a journey that Ericsson is on, uh, but it's a journey that isn't over, not by a long shot, but I feel in the last few years that we've come quite a long way.
0: Yeah, thanks for that remark. Uh, And also, if I look at today's technology world, specifically the products you produce is that, you have very short release cycles. You must overlook a ton of terms for the company. And terminology management is just one challenge in and it of itself in the whole content creation and consumption life cycle. So, terms are sometimes born by the technology side of the house, then, terms are sometimes born and used by the marketing side of the house. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you cope with all of this with this enormous flow of content coming in and the terminology changing all the time and you're conducting and orchestrating all of this Uh, that must be quite challenging in a complex environment isn't it well
1: let me put it like this when we were going on christmas holiday this year someone said to me hey dom i think you're going to buy your kids echo links for christmas (laughs) Uh, And the reason why they're saying that is that every time, um, because invariably when you're in a big organization and and you sit in a lot of meetings and you often hear people debating what something means uh, and someone will say, yeah, you might say that, but in our organization, this means something else. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: And I usually say, look, guys, take ownership of your terminology, how you define it, share it with each other, uh, use a taxonomy to, to split it up if it needs to be split up. And here I have a tool called Aquilinks that will do that for you. And we already have 12,000 terms in our term database. So it's actually already fixed. All you need to do is get yourself a license. And that is, I, I think on a weekly basis, I probably say that five or six times a week in different contexts.
0: Uh, that's interesting. I heard that before because there's a, I mean, it's not only complex, we are living in a world of creativity. And so in other companies, I heard this uh, product names are born somewhere, and then all of a sudden in a campaign, the marketing team would kind of create a new set of product names or feature names for all of this, and all of a sudden you end up in a mess. And I think if you today have 12,000 terms in a terminology database, there's probably a lot more terms out there in the organization than the ones that you manage. Yes. Wow. And that
1: is, and, that, and I mean, uh, you, you, you can go into a meeting and someone, you ask them, what are you using to, to handle your terminology? And they pull up an Excel sheet and the Excel sheet is, has thousands and thousands of terms. Mm-hmm. And it's managed in Excel. All
0: right. Well, when you started with that, how many terms did you have when you started? Now you have Uh, 12,000.
1: Ericsson used to actually, uh, terminology has always been important for Ericsson. When I joined in 2000, there were two books called Erie Term. So all the terminology was published in books. So that meant that somebody seriously was responsible for managing business terminology, operations terminology and uh, enterprise terminology. And that kind of, in in, in the, the, the early 2000s, when a lot of people were let go from a lot of telecoms, um, there was a time when that went into a dip and it wasn't important anymore, but the importance of terminology is definitely something that's on the rise. Mm-hmm. Especially with the, transformation, the digital transformation of companies and realizing your data, how do you manage the data, how do you manage how it's defined, and sharing that with other places, you need to be able to explain to them the value of that entity, and then you need a tool that can inject and check that terminology wherever it's being used. Mm -hmm. So it's
0: very important. So eventually that would mean that over time, terminology management would become an enterprise task rather than a task of let's say a service organization, because I would think yeah. that you get more value out of your content when you manage the content and the associated terminology holistically. Yes.
1: And then you don't end up in these situations where we can have things that we talk about four way match that what we, what we sell or what we, what we develop, what we sell, what we deliver and what we maintain is the same thing because sometimes it actually can have four different names depending on where uh, and that is uh, you can imagine it causes problems when a company can end up in in so complex situations that that would create absolutely
0: yeah sometimes it is as easy as going to the next trade show and somebody events a new set of uh, just invents a new set of names if we look forward dominic um, all the changes and the agility and the content being created on a constant level, I think in two, three, four years from now we will be in a different state. Today we have content, it's consumable via the internet. There's all kinds of things going on like voice assistance, um, Mm. the service procedure goes to virtual um, amended uh, service procedures, the consumption of content will be very different going forward. And and I think there's this whole term around cognitive uh, content rather than informational content out there in the world. Mm. Where do you see the evolution from where we stand today to a world where we look at content more from a cognitive perspective rather than informational?
1: I mean, we have been talking about intelligent content and I mean, the whole idea of information 4.0 in relation to industry 4.0. Uh, I mean there are, are multiple trials and uh, products out on the market in Ericsson uh, where operations are our operations engine that that is that it, it's using natural language processing uh, uh, we, we we're looking into neural machine translation um, and and all, all of these things I I, I usually say that it, Ericsson has it all. I mean, we do all of this. Uh, If you have 100,000 people in 190 countries, we invariably will be touching all of these new uh, things. And the backbone of that is the information that flows in that. Um, So everything to do with knowledge graphs and and, and how you consume information in new ways, we, we are working on all of that at the same time. At the same time as we deliver PDFs, (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. that's the state of the art isn't it sometimes enjoy the fact that pdfs are no indexable so that they're easier to find the content inside the pdf but that's not really the big step mm. forward dominic really appreciate your time and going oh, forward you. would love to be able to meet you at some point either in stockholm one of my favorite cities or in mm. berlin or at one of our great conventions at a time when we are all back on planes and hotels and convention centers
2: Meet Peter Page. He's just your average piece of enterprise content, ready to engage, educate, and convert your target audience. But in the process of getting to your audience, your content has to pass through different teams and layers of approval. If your enterprise doesn't have a practice of active content governance, things can get messy. Content chaos happens when your content has a different style tone, or terminology, depending on who writes it and where it is written. Maybe your content lacks a native level fluency or different teams use different words and phrases to describe your product to consumers. Content chaos slows down your content release schedule, impacts your budget, your brand awareness, and your revenue. That's where Acrolinks comes in. Our platform captures the way your enterprise communicates aligns your content with your guidelines and analyzes the performance of your entire content operation. We're an AI-powered platform that solves content chaos and delivers strategy-aligned content at scale. It supports development and product teams to write fluent, simple documentation and UI strings with maximum efficiency. Helps your marketing teams write consistent, engaging content for different target audiences across different channels. And gives customer success teams more time to create knowledge articles and support content that customers can find and understand. Using the power of active content governance, AcroLinks manages content chaos so clear content gets to the right audience faster. Unify your content creators Experience efficient content creation at scale and deliver better content faster with Acrolinks. Contact us at www.acrolinks.com.